Hello, you guys. Welcome to Put Them On Game Sports Podcast, where I'm giving you the most relevant topics in sports, as well as putting you on game with life lessons as well. I have a special guest with me today, but this is not just no ordinary special guest to me. This is somebody that's near and dear to my heart. This is somebody that I have grew up with. He's a childhood, not not a childhood friend. He's a child. That's my that's my brother. He's somebody that I've been through a whole bunch of stuff with. He's somebody that I lean on. He's my uh he's he's my he's my companion. He's my um uh, somebody that is. He is my he is somebody that has inspired me to want to be great. And he's also led the way in some of like our some of our greatest like conversations. He is a, such a he is such a great brother. And he's also a pretty good football player as well. Uh his name is Rayvon Bonner. Welcome to the show, Rayvon. How are you doing? I'm doing well and you, brother. I am doing great. I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you on the show. I've been, I've been waiting. To, I've been waiting to have you on the show, man. I've been, I've been, I've been planning on this one. Man, I, I appreciate it. I really do. I'm yeah, not not only because you know you're a great football player, but because you are a great man and somebody that believes in you know being something other than being a football player. Somebody that is compassionate and everything that they do and everything that they're involved with you're you're really big in your faith and not and that is something that you know a lot of people are afraid to show and you're not you're not afraid to show that and you know that's what separates you from a lot of people a lot of people are scared to show that for me for me like Staying true to who I am, faith like that's that's got to be number one. Um, and for me, like I, I'm the type where I'm I'm real with people. Like I'm I'm real about who I am, but I'm also real about where I am. Like I never paint the picture like, oh, damn man, like if you really figured that. Like no, I'm I fall short. I fall short so many times. Um, I've done things that I promise that I'd never do. And like for me, it's like you know, for all of sin and falling short of the glory of God. I mean, but that's no excuse. But it's like the the beautiful thing out of it is knowing that there's good news. There's good news, um, and it's not about the behavior modification. Like, because if that's what it's about, then it's it's not even about faith anymore. It's not about grace anymore. Um, it's about it's about something completely different. It's about keeping the law, and that's not grace. Um, but it's about it's about knowing that that God wants to change us on the inside. Um, you know, like that's that's a daily thing, a daily thing. And I'm thankful that He's working on me. Thankful that He's never left me. And slowly but surely, just removing those worldly desires every day and focusing on what really matters, whatever it is that I do in life. And that, you know, I feel like that goes all the way back to, you know, how we grew up and, you know, in middle school and high school, you know, we used to always, you know, talk about, you know, our faith and, you know, our great, our grace in God and, and how, you know, how we used to always go to church every Sunday at MCC and we used to always go 
have Bible study on Wednesdays. And then I remember back in high school as well, we used to always do, um, we used to go in the mornings, we would pray outside of the school. And, you know, then you touched, the, you touched a lot of people's lives and you don't, I don't think you realize the amount of lives that you touched. And people, a lot of people know, you know, the Rayvon that's really good at football, the one that's, you know, always laughing, always giggling and everything. But a lot of people don't know about the Rayvon that, you know, is that is, you know, always keeping, that is always, you know, putting his faith out there and putting, putting, you know, the, you know, spreading that word. And that's something that, a lot of people, you know, not try not to do because they feel like, you know, they're pushing their religion down people's throats. Um, like I, I could never. Well, I, can, I won't say I can never. Like I, I definitely believe that we gotta hold each other accountable, especially as like believers in the faith, like. Why hold on to this, like, this great news? Like, something, like, if you have something that, that can change the life of another and you just keep it all to yourself, like, that's just, like, what's the point of that? Like, that's just selfish in this. Like, this is, this doesn't just change, this doesn't just change everything for someone on this side of heaven. But it changed, it changes everything um, for all eternity. They get to spend eternity with Jesus if they choose to accept his word. And, like, for me, I think being real is honestly, like, our reputation matters, but only matters to an extent. Like, I care more about my healing and growth than I do my, rep my reputation. And what I mean by that is I'm not going to, I'm not going to hide my sin from you. I'll tell you about the times that I've, that I've drank. I'll tell you about the times where I've hooked up a woman when I wasn't supposed to, the times where I was off social media and being back and meeting so many people that I should never have even met. Like, I'm going to be real about those stories. I'm going to be real about um, how being exposed to pornography at the age of 10, how that has affected my life. I'm going to be real about those things and yeah, some people will judge me. Some people will throw a stone. And, like, there, I mean, there are people that I've hurt. You know, there's people that I've betrayed. Like, I don't shy away from talking about my brokenness. Like, yeah, like, there, there are people who can price, oh, yeah, you know, Ray got great character. But there are other people, like, no, nah, like, he, he wrong. Like, there are people who can say that. And that does bother me. But it doesn't mean that I have to state it. It doesn't mean, like, that defines who I am because that didn't define David, it didn't define Paul. Like, if, if, like, I truly believe in that Bible, like, he can change the lives of all those men and women. He can definitely change mine. And if he can change mine, surely he can change your heart. And like I said, I'm a work in progress. His temptation comes every day. Um, the devil comes knocking every day. And, but the thing is, that's a good sign. That's good news. Because the devil only knocks on the doors of those who are a threat. So I know I have something 
um, that he don't want me to speak on. I know there are rooms that the devil never wants me to enter. Because if I enter into that room, then it's going to be a revival. And and so, like, I, I just, I got to keep going. I got to keep going because uh, I truly believe that, I mean, there, there are lives at stake, souls at stake. And there's there's nothing more important, not a touchdown, not nothing. And truly just want to be the man that God called me to be, not a man with hidden motives, not a man that's preaching one thing, but I'm doing something different. You know, in my messages, I'm doing something different. On social media, I'm doing something different. Nobody can't see me. I don't, I don't want to live a double life, you know. Um, but I, like I said, I'll admit to the times where I have, I have done that. And, you know, some people cast a stone. Some people will be there and remind me of God's grace. And that's just life. And I can't respond in a way to where now I'm becoming an accuser. Um, but I, but I need to be reminded of that grace so I can give that same grace in the time when someone else needs it. Because sometimes we, we forget that accusers need that same grace too. I can't look at them because then I, I'm then becoming accused. Like, look at them. Accused. No, 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 no. I need that same cross, that same blood as anybody else. Mm. So who am I to judge? And nah, nah. And it's going to be me. My job is to love, love thy neighbor as I love thyself. So the question boils down to how much do I truly love myself? And the measure in which I love myself will be the measure in which I love everybody else, that I love my enemies, that I love my friends, um, that I spread the gospel. So Try, try to live my life. Yeah, and you know, you touch a lot of people's lives, and you know, on the football field, you you touch a lot of people, and they they uh, whenever they try to touch you back, you know, they they would fall on the ground. You know, it goes all the way back to you know the middle school days. I remember when we were in middle school. You know, you were like the last string running back, <laughs> or like the, yeah. the last string, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it it was like. It didn't make no sense at the time because I was like, everybody was like, why is it Rayvon in the game? And we, it was um, it was a little scrimmage, I think. Yeah, it was a scrimmage. And when we were scrimmaging, we were everybody was, you know, everybody that was in front of you, they were getting, they were getting done bad. Like we were, it, it wasn't like we were going against like a bad team. We were going against a really good team, but like everybody was getting done bad. And right when you got in the game, what what happens? A, a touchdown happens right off the first off the first snap, and after that, you know, it was up from there, you know, and that's where the legend of Rayvon Bonner starts for at Sycamore High School. Yeah, now that was fun to be a six string running back. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely yeah. it was, oh, that was, a, a that was so crazy. being six string. Running back and Coach Wagley asked me what was wrong because I'm on the, high, the sideline. I'm high. I'm like, he talking about he talking about Ray Bush. I'm like, I ain't playing. I'm, over, I'm like, I'm over here like all these dudes getting boom, no nose bleeding. And I'm over here like, like, bro, they scared of this dude. Like, but put me in, bro, because like I'm like, this, I I really do this. Like, this not this not. Like I'm not a little 
I'm not um, just a random school kid who's just, who's just trying to football like this. This 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 is life to me. Like that's what I'm thinking. Um, this is all I know. Like, bro, put, put me out there, bro, because it ain't happening to me. Like that's what I'm thinking. And we ran Kansas first play. Oh, that was that play. Kansas ran the first play. That was your favorite play. 60-yard <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> I'm talking about, see, this should have been it. <laughs> on me, I was like, whole time I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know what the coaches was on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they, these these coaches, I don't know what they, I don't know if they know what they know, know what they're doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, high school, you know, we struggled a little bit, you know, our first three years. You know, when we got to high school, you know, the memorable freshman year game when we lost 63 to nothing. <laughs> we went yeah. from we, we went from losing 63 to nothing. I think we only won like two or three games our freshman year. Mm-hmm. To, becoming, to becoming one of the best in our school history our senior year, 2017. I mean, 2016, 2017. And, you know, that, that was a, that's a special year. Sigmar because that was that was best best place that we uh Sigmar has ever finished in history to this day. And you know that was, uh, that that would I feel like that year we everything came together for everybody. You know it uh you know we had we had you we had every we had everybody you know locked in that second half of the uh of our senior year. Yeah, we yeah we did like the defense. The defense really turned it around in that second half of the year. Um, offense, we began to finish because like we always started hot, uh, with the exception of Corey. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know about that one. Yeah, we, got, we gotta go there for every other game. Like, we oh, started no. off hot. <laughs> We just didn't finish. We didn't finish games, and so we started finishing games, and um, and we just got on the road. But like we really, I mean, like that that streak we were going on, we could have played with anybody in the state. I mean, if we showed that though, like, I mean, because we had, I mean, we had that. Like that was our game to lose. Like we had them, and they went on to one state. I mean. We had LaSalle on the ropes and let it get away from us. Um, and they won state in D2, which they should have been D1, but they were in D2. And, like, and so, like, it, it shows, like, just how close how close we were. Um, nah, I mean, we were toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in the nation. So, like. Yeah, bro. Like, we, we had a lot of – we had a lot of guys – we had a lot of guys. I mean, I mean, you you were obviously you know top dog, but you know somebody you people a lot of people if you if you know Ray Vaughn, he doesn't talk like he's the best player in the nation. The way how humble you are, and I remember at one point in time you your uh your ad name was I be on that humbleness. You know yeah. somebody like you, you know you had a lot of you had a lot of attention, college attention, and then, you know, it was a lot of publicity that the school was getting. Uh, obviously, it's because, you know, we had one of the best running backs in the in the state in that time, and you. And so, 
with you having all those, you know, all that attention, but, you know, how was that for you, you know, having all that attention, but, you know, staying humble at that time? Um, I mean, it's important to admit, like, honestly, like, just human nature, like, it just, it does feel good, like, it just feels good, like, people know you, know what you're capable of, stuff like that, Um, but at the same time, understanding that, like, people don't, not, they're not knowing to fool you, Um, so it's like, you, you look at Brayvon, the football player, what about the man, and, like, the publicity, like, like it's it's cool and all. Like it, it was an opportunity. It was an opportunity, like spread the gospel. Um, I just felt like on a bigger platform and being able to do that with my brothers, some of my sisters in Christ. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. Um, it still is a beautiful thing. Uh, I mean, because that's 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 what mattered. Uh, that's that's what matters, and like just spreading the gospel and being able to just meet like a lot of different people, a lot of different interviews, um, news stations, and all that other stuff. Um, and like, and even like some of the reporters, all the people like that I met. Like, my favorite thing was that. They always spoke on my character because when young kids see that, when my family see that, it's like, okay, like this isn't, this isn't, um, this isn't just about football. Because I never want anybody to think it was just about football because it's not just about football. It's much bigger than this game because if I'm just remembered as a football player, hey, you know, Ray. Ray is tough. Ray is light on the field. Like, that's all somebody got to say about me. It's like, man, I just, I went about it the wrong way. But um, if those people really, if those people really knew you, they knew, like, the type of person you are. You, you're you not just about football. Obviously, you about your family. You about, you know, you're about Jesus. If they knew, if they really knew you. Right. Because I know how much you really care about you know, your family and how much you care about Jesus. And you make those priorities before football. And, you know, when you got to Illinois, you know, it, you in Sycamore, you were big fish in Little Pine. Now you got to Illinois, you know, it's a Big Ten program. A lot of high-level recruits just like you, you know. Now you become that little fish in the big pond. And when you get there, you know, Illinois at that time, they were uh, bottom of the barrel. And, you know, and you were getting, a, you were getting, as a freshman, you were getting a little bit of clock. You weren't starting, but you were rotating in and everything. And, you know, it, it had to take some time to get adjusted to that, you know. You know, you were used to, it, it, if it, it didn't feel like, you know, middle school, you know, where, you know, you were last string, but it was kind of, you know, frustrating, I know, for you sometimes to be, you know, not being the man that you were in high school, but you always, you always worked hard and you always push your teammates and you always push your app, um, other people as well to be great. 
And then, you know, junior year happens, 2019, and y'all make a bowl game for the first time in years. And how was that, you know, going from, you know, being Illinois, leading that, not really, uh, yeah, leading that. You were, I would say you were one of the leaders of that team. Going from bottom of the barrel Big Ten to make it to a bowl game. And now you see Illinois, they're starting to rise to prominence now. How do you how do you feel about that? Um yeah, like I mean the whole transition just to college is it's it's a lot different. It is uh, especially on the Big Ten campus. I mean it's a lot more eyes on you. Um, the stakes are much higher regardless of how good you are at the time. The stakes are still much higher. It's a lot more money going into a Big Ten university, especially a school like Illinois. Um, I mean, it, 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 like you come in and you just seeing, like I'm seeing, uh, like Mike Epstein, the running back that I came in with. And, you know, we going through summer workouts and I'm just seeing how this man move. Um, his size and all that, soft fans. And I'm just like, man, like this dude, like this dude, nice. So, like, so like you're not used to like, you know, competing against another another guy who's like, who's just nice, but um, you, you can respond to ways, you can be jealous. And like those little, like, those little feelings of like, bro, like I should be playing, bro, like, um, not him, stuff like that. And you you feel that at first. But at the same time, you come in at freshman, you start, you're going to know each other. And, like, in that season go on, and, like, you just begin to cheer for him more because you know we get closer. Like, you sort of look at each other like brothers because, like, you just spend, like, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to see each other every day. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and you, like, you get closer. So, like, then it, it gets to a point where it's like, ah, like, you – genuinely happy for him like that Mike Baller. And then like when I'm really starting to feel that, my boy got hurt. And I'm just I just felt sick. Not sick in a way, but it's like, dang, I should have did something differently. I'm just like, dang, like this he was balling. Like he was real up balling my freshman year and then he got hurt. Um and then like we just had a lot of guys, Nate, uh Bobby. Rest uh, in peace. Like rest in peace, and we KG V Pouch Kendall. A lot of talented guys. A lot of guys. We just had a lot. We just had a lot. The guys, Ricky. Um, our class was, bro. Our class was nice. It really was. Like I honestly believe. I honestly believe. Like just uh, the talent of not the mindset of the guys in our cabinet, like. Lou, like we just had, we had a lot of guys. I, I believe we could have played with anybody. My class and the class behind me, like our two class, we could have played with anybody, bro. Like I, I truly, I truly believe that. Cause like, cause now like these guys older now, they got the uh, big culture shift now, and they doing it. Like they out there and they 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 doing it, man. And you know they gonna go out there, they gonna beat up on Michigan State. Is is what it is, and like I'm really, I'm really happy for. I'm proud of them. Then like that, that shift was starting to change, like year by year, because uh, that bowl game year, 
bro, that bowl game year, we were really good. We really were. We just like we let some get away from us. Like, but we were we were good. Like we were good enough to where we would have we could have won the West. Like we really could have. That last state team would have been hard to beat. Like, ain't about to sit up here and act like. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that was, I, that was like that, that, that Ohio State team in twenty nineteen. Like just throughout the season, like that's why that's why I thought I was gonna win it. I think um, and so, um, that's obviously before I started paying more attention to LSU and like who they have. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. then and so like that because that team that team was different. But like that bowl game year, like. I feel like it was just we just felt closer. We did like, and not that we not necessarily get four versus more. It was just different. Like guys hung out together a lot more. Like even like me, like I had some guys come over. We can you know, make some Alfredo, make this taco salad, man. We just chop it up, or we can go go out somewhere, go to Scotty's Brew House, or uh. Pick up some cactus grill, get that honey grilled chicken, like just Ooh, whatever. That sounds good. I ain't gonna lie. It's it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> now, it sounds blessing. I ain't gonna lie. What was that one place that we went to? It was that pizza place. That was pretty Papa good. Dale's. You said what? Papa Dale's. Oh yeah, Papa Dale's. Yeah, that that pizza was real good. I ain't gonna lie. I need that. If I ever go back to Champagne, I gotta go back to Papa Dale's. No, no lie. Um. You know, also, you know, with, you know, being a college athlete, you know, you got to go to a lot of conferences and everything as well. And, you know, that's a that's something that, you know, it's something that you'll probably never forget to go on all those conferences, going on all those trips to do all that, because, you know, it led to, you know, networking with other athletes just like you, as you would say. Yeah, uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Stefan Fuqua, he is, he's the head guy, Illinois. Uh, he worked at, he was at UC at a point. So, like, these people in office that I currently work with, he he knows them. So, like, that's, talking about connections, he knows all of them. Um, in our, our guy Temple knows our, Associate AD here at UC, so it's just like it's small world, small world. You know, yeah. know who knows who, but like Fook, he he really like he really mentored me, took me under his wing, and showed me a lot. He showed me a lot. Um, the importance of building relationships, the importance of authenticity, um, things like that. Blessed with an athlete, some of that I went to like where that really. That changed a lot for me. Like, dang, like this. I mean, all different kinds of people. All different kinds of people. Some great people. I met some great people at this summit um, that I'm real close with now. And, I mean, like, well, because what are the guys? You're just going to connect with somebody on that type of level in a weekend. And, like, you know, like, God can move however you want to move. I mean, all these different professionals, these black professionals. Um, and it's just beautiful. And, and so I just I just began to branch out more and more, just being again to talk to people like ain't gotta be a student athlete, a student, like whoever it is, just begin to branch out, just talking to people, talking to my professors more, um, being the guy that's in the front of the class and 
Like it was, it was just a lot. So when I went to Temple, it was still just like that. Being able to study abroad in Rome, being able to go to these conferences in Memphis and all that stuff. And again, meeting different kinds of people. Um, and it's a blessing. Like it's, it's truly a blessing. Like so a lot of student athletes don't understand the opportunities that they have. Like, bro, you got a chance to like career development, all that. Look into that stuff. Don't like those people come into those team meetings and, and share that. Like, don't just brush it off. No, take advantage of that, bro. Because whatever it is that you're saying, like, like that you want, like, because y'all, y'all, y'all like money. That's money. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they don't like money, especially this economy. You know, with way inflation going, you know, gotta gotta have gotta have money nowadays. And right. you know, student athletes, hey. Y'all listening, paying attention to, the, to what he's saying, y'all. Take advantage of y'all resources and opportunities that y'all have to be able to do do the things that y'all can be able to do, like travel, go to conferences, go to summits. You know, you never know who you can meet, who, you know, who who knows who and everything. And, you know, if you're, no, your pro career doesn't work out, you know, always, you can always have, like, you know, somebody that can get you to where you need to be, whether it's still, like, within sports or whatever profession that you were in. So, if you're a student athlete, pay attention to what he just said right there. And um, you know, you know, you're still, you still, you're still pursuing that professional career. You know, you're you're a year removed from uh from playing college ball, and you're still pursuing that dream. And I believe that you still got, you still got, you still got it in you to be able to be a. I believe you could be a star in NFL running back, and I believe that you will. Have, we will get that opportunity soon, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. Because I believe your your chapter is is not over with with football, and can't wait to see how how far you go with that. And you know you're still you're currently at UC as an academic coach for the for uh for University of Cincinnati, right now, right? Right. Yeah, I mean it's a cool experience just being on this side of things talking to guys about time management and all this stuff and how to go about working on assignments. And I truly try to start with them working on, like, the longer assignments first and working on those shorter things, whether it's a quiz or, like, we can hold off on those things. We can shut off with this paper, like, because writing, writing is a bigger thing that uh, some guys may need, just need more time with. And so try to put an emphasis on that. And... But like it's it's nice. It didn't have those those one on one conversations. Those one on one conversations. Like that's that's my favorite part about it all. It truly is because those one on one conversations. Like that's when you get to change lives and really make a difference. All right, and I want to thank you so much for getting on my show. I appreciate you, Rayvon Bonner. Hey. I want y'all. I want y'all to be able to. Hey, stay. Watch out for this man. He will be on an NFL team very soon. And he, I believe he will be making an impact on that team. So watch out for him. This is Jaden Sanders on Put Them All Gate Sports Podcast.